0: What is the difference between a debt workout, settlement, and bankruptcy? That's the question I'm talking about today as well as a lot of sub-questions related to this topic. So here's the situation. Let's say you're a business owner and uh, you borrowed a lot of money in order to grow the business. Maybe it's an SBA loan. Maybe it's some other sort of bank loan. Maybe you'd borrowed money from a private lender. Regardless, Let's imagine that some bad circumstances happen so you can't repay the loan. One great example of this is COVID. When COVID hit, a lot of businesses just simply didn't have the revenue to pay their loans. So at that point, business owners have to figure out what do we do so that the creditors, that's the people that the business owner owes the money to, don't come after the business owner and take everything. So let's play this out. Let's say a business owner has a restaurant. That's a typical example of a business that failed during COVID. And let's say the restaurant had an $800,000 loan with the bank. Let's say it's also through the SBA. That's the Small Business Administration. The business owner realizes I can't pay this debt. And by the way, the business owner might have a couple other loans or debts as well. Maybe it's with a credit card. And so often business owners first think, I guess I need to file for bankruptcy. But that's not the only option. And so today we're talking about some of the other options like a workout or a settlement and the pros and cons of some of those different options. I'm Aaron Hall, an attorney for business owners and entrepreneurial companies. I do this channel to provide educational content to business owners. If you don't already have the free handout that I give out, you can get that at aaronhallcom free. And that handout has the seven common legal mistakes made by new businesses. Once you get that, I'll also send you some free videos as a follow-up explaining some of those sections in the seven common mistakes So hopefully you can avoid those mistakes yourself and you can talk with your own business attorney about how to set your company up for success and avoid legal problems that can destroy a company. All right, the first question is, what is a debt workout? A debt workout is essentially where there's a debt with a business owner and a creditor and they decide to work out some sort of settlement or resolution. So often that means either the business owner will pay the debt off over time with individual payments. So a different payment plan than originally was set up under the debt. That's called refinancing or restructuring the debt. But more often than that, a workout involves a business owner going to the creditor and saying, I'll pay you a lump sum in exchange for a release from all of the debt. Now you might say to yourself, why would a creditor like a bank allow the business owner to pay off the debt for less than the full amount? An example is probably helpful. So let's say the business owner uh, borrowed six, uh, 600,000 and now the business owner says, hey bank, I'll pay off the debt for $50,000. Well, at first glance you might say, there's no way a bank will accept that. But if the business owner has no money left and the only alternative is filing for bankruptcy, the business owner might say, hey bank, I can either file for chapter seven bankruptcy, in which case you'll get nothing, or I have friends and family or maybe some home equity that I'm willing to borrow in order to pay you something instead of the full amount. So now the bank says, or the creditor says, well, would we rather get nothing or 50,000? And in fact, most of the time it's far less than 50,000 because if a business owner can file for bankruptcy by paying an attorney, say $2,500, often that's going to be the best option unless perhaps the creditor will settle for $10,000 or perhaps 15,000. All right, so that's a debt workout, an example of what a debt workout looks like. Why would you do a debt workout? Well, the benefits of a debt workout are you avoid bankruptcy, you avoid having that public record of bankruptcy You avoid some of the stress and the time related to filing for bankruptcy. Why would you not do a debt workout? One really important reason is the tax considerations. If the debt workout involves you being considered relieved or canceled of debt, then you're gonna have a significant IRS bill for the cancellation of debt. Let's put it this way. Let's say, for example, you do a workout and you have a $600,000 debt that is canceled in exchange for a payment of $10,000. That means 590000 was canceled. And from a tax perspective, that's deemed income to you. You will owe the IRS income tax on the $590,000. As you can imagine, that's going to be well over $100,000 in taxes, probably a couple to 100,000 or more. Now, there is a way to do a workout where you don't have cancellation of debt income attributed to you for tax purposes. And that's where the amount is in dispute. There are claims that are in dispute. And rather than the debt being canceled, there's a separate settlement agreement, an agreement that the debt isn't being canceled. It's otherwise being resolved through a complex settlement agreement. An attorney who's experienced in this can explain that to you more, how that works. A CPA can as well, but I'm just highlighting that that is an option available in many circumstances so you can avoid an income tax bill to the IRS. All right, we're talking about the pros and cons of cancelling or doing a workout. The other benefit to doing a bankruptcy and not a workout is it's just kind of clean and it's standard. You're done, you wipe out all debts that are hanging out there. Whereas a workout, you're typically negotiating with creditors on a loan-by-loan basis or a debt-by-debt basis. So it can take a little bit longer to do a debt workout than to just simply file bankruptcy. All right, who might do a debt workout? Generally, it's going to be a business owner who has a very good reason for why they couldn't pay and they're out of money or they're almost out of money. And there's no way they can really pay off the debt and bankruptcy is a viable option. When is the right time to do a debt workout? That's a strategic question to discuss with an attorney. Generally, the business owner doesn't do it too far in advance. They do it when they start to realize there's no way I'm gonna be able to repay this loan. What are alternatives to a debt workout? Bankruptcy is one alternative. Another alternative is just to do some settlement where you agree to restructure the loan and pay the full amount but you're not getting any sort of discount or uh, favorable terms. And, And by the way, settlement and debt workout, these terms are often used interchangeably, but bankruptcy is the other significant option. That's very different from a workout or a settlement because bankruptcy is under the federal bankruptcy code. A debt workout or a settlement is simply a contract where the parties agree to a different arrangement regarding the repayment of debt. How does a debt workout work? Well, typically a client contacts me and I take a look at their situation and I say, all right, I would recommend instead of filing for bankruptcy, we go to the creditor and see if we can work out some other arrangement. What other access to money do you have? Now, if the client says to me, I have no other money. I have no home equity. I have no friends and family I can borrow from. Well, then there's really no money they're gonna be able to get to negotiate with the creditor. But often people have friends and family who will help them out. And so that allows me to then say, all right, well, let's go to the creditor and say, creditor, if you're willing to accept whatever that dollar amount is, it might even be $5,000. My client would rather pay $5,000 to you than $2,000 to the bankruptcy attorney and have to go through the bankruptcy process. The bankruptcy process gets the creditor nothing. A workout would get $5,000 to the creditor. Creditor, would that be of interest to you? And they typically say, well, we'll have to think about it. We'll run it by a board or whatever. An important part of that negotiation is typically talking about whether there will be a 1099 issued by the creditor, which would be reported to the IRS as cancellation of debt income. In other words, if that 1099 is issued by the bank or the creditor, the business owner will end up being liable for cancellation of debt income. In other words, They'll have to pay income tax on the amount of money that is canceled or relieved in the workout. So you have to have some resolution of that issue, as well as discussing whether there are any possible claims or counterclaims to have some sort of settlement there. Once the parties have agreed to a settlement, a settlement agreement is resolved or is drafted, the parties sign it, and then typically payment is made. You might be wondering the following question. Is a workout usually a payment plan or a fixed amount? Usually it's a fixed amount that has a substantial discount. But I often will discuss both with the creditor. But if, let's say for example the debt is $800,000. Well, $1,000 a month paid out over time. Uh, if there's interest, you're never going to get that paid back. And if there's no interest, it's still 800 months. That's ridiculous. So usually creditors don't wanna promise to pay of a monthly amount. We're looking at either filing for bankruptcy or the business owner borrowing from friends and family to pay money to the creditor that the creditor couldn't otherwise get access to in bankruptcy. Next question, can you do a debt workout for student loans? Usually the answer is no, because student loans are usually not forgivable in bankruptcy. You can consolidate the debt, you can work out a different payment plan, but you usually cannot negotiate a discount to get that paid off. Because the alternative of bankruptcy is not a viable option for the business owner and the creditor knows that. So the creditor is just gonna wait until that student loan is paid back. Can you do a debt workout for credit cards? Usually, yes. Credit cards are one of the most common types of debts those along with business loans that are negotiated because the credit card company knows they're probably never gonna recover. So if they can get something, it's better than nothing. Can you do a debt workout for payday loans? Usually the answer is yes, but it does depend on the circumstances. What are the pros and cons of a debt workout? The pros are you avoid bankruptcy and you essentially can resolve your debts for a substantial discount. The cons are that you might have tax liability if it's not done right. And if you do a workout, you'll probably end up paying more money than you would have if you filed for bankruptcy. Is a debt workout the same as a debt settlement? Generally yes. A debt workout usually means, hey, we're trying to work out some resolution between a creditor and a debtor. And a settlement is a broader term related to resolving any sorts of claims, including a debt or breach of contract that's out there. But in this context, a debt settlement and a workout are usually used in a real interchangeable manner can you do a debt workout without hurting your credit score yes you can now you may want to have a term in the settlement agreement of your workout regarding what will be reported to the credit bureaus but it is very common for a workout to occur and nothing gets reported to the credit bureaus so the business owner's credit score is not harmed if the creditor already reported something to the credit bureaus that might need to be cleaned up and that would be discussed in the terms of the settlement agreement or the workout agreement between the creditor and the business owner. Are collection agencies involved in a debt workout? Usually a collection agency has been assigned a case from a creditor and is pursuing that debtor. So the bank, for example, might assign the case to a collection agency and then they're pursuing that and they're sending letters and and trying to make a collection on that. When I get involved as an attorney, sometimes I'm negotiating with a collection agency, but usually I'm negotiating directly with the creditor. So yes, collection agencies may be involved in the negotiation process. It depends on the circumstances. How is a debt workout different from a debt consolidation? A debt workout usually is a substantial reduction in debt. A debt consolidation usually keeps the debt at the same amount, but multiple debts are consolidated together into one large loan, which the business owner or debtor pays off over time. So consolidation usually does not involve any sort of discount in the amount of the loan or reduction in the amount, whereas a workout usually involves a substantial reduction in the amount of the loan. How is a debt workout different from a Chapter 7 bankruptcy? In a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, you are relieved of tax obligations related to any debts that are... Forgiven, And all debts are forgiven, except a few exceptions, like student loans and spousal maintenance and child support. But most other debts are forgiven in bankruptcy. Whereas in a debt workout, you're actually not filing public bankruptcy. You are instead negotiating a different agreement regarding paying off that debt. There's no public filing. This bankruptcy code isn't triggered and you do need to pay attention to whether the cancellation of any debt will be taxable to the IRS. So again, that's an important issue to resolve in any sort of settlement agreement between a business owner and the creditor. Is a debt workout considered paid in full? That depends on the terms of the settlement agreement between the debtor and creditor. In other words, the business owner who owes the debt might work out a settlement agreement with the creditor, like the bank, and it says this constitutes payment in full for all amounts owed. So you certainly can put that sort of language in the settlement agreement, and that is a best practice for attorneys representing debtors because the debtor may be able to use that with a credit bureau to challenge any report that the debt was not paid in full. So it's important language to have in a settlement agreement where appropriate. Are there tax implications for a debt workout? Yes, if the workout results in what is legally considered cancellation of debt, then usually the business owner, that's the debtor, will owe income tax on the amount canceled. But if the settlement agreement is structured as a settlement of of a more comprehensive matter and maybe claims and counterclaims, and it's agreed that there's not going to be any 1099 from the bank sent to the IRS because there isn't a cancellation of debt, usually then that does not result in cancellation of debt income to the debtor. How does a debt workout affect security clearance? Well, if a person is trying to get security clearance, maybe you want to be in the CIA or FBI or work for the court system or some other sort of security or high confidence type role. Maybe it's uh, being on a bank officer. You may be concerned about the public filing of a bankruptcy. A workout is a private arrangement between two parties. It doesn't get filed with a court. It doesn't get filed with a bankruptcy office or court. And so because it is a private resolution, it usually will not have any effect on a security clearance. That's an important reason why a workout may be an advantage for some debtors or business owners. How does a debt workout affect buying a home or getting a mortgage? Usually a debt workout is not as bad as like a bankruptcy. It's not a public filing. It simply is two parties working out a private arrangement regarding a debt. And so usually it's not reported to the credit bureaus for my clients, because I negotiate that as part of the terms. And it is certainly not otherwise filed publicly. As a result, a workout usually does not have a significant detrimental effect on getting a home or a mortgage. The debt probably needs to be reported to the bank as like any other debt when getting a mortgage, but it would be whatever that reduced amount is if it hasn't already been paid off. So a workout is usually much better for a person desiring to get a mortgage or buy a home. How does a debt workout relate to a 1099-C form? Well, if a person does a workout with a creditor, like a bank, it's standard practice for a bank to file a 1099-C form with the IRS, which says the bank canceled debt for this particular debtor or this particular individual who owed money. When the IRS gets that, they take the position that because you got cancellation of debt, you need to pay tax on that income tax. If you get $100,000 canceled and you're at a 33% tax bracket, you would have a $33,000 tax bill. So it's important for you to negotiate with the creditor or your attorney to negotiate with the creditor, whether a 1099-C form will be filed with the IRS or whether this is properly structured as not cancellation of debt income and instead resolution of various other claims and issues between the parties. Can a business do a debt workout? Yes, businesses generally and regularly do debt workouts when they don't have the means to pay a full loan. Can a nonprofit do a debt workout? Yes, nonprofits can do a debt workout. You do need to be careful though, because if nonprofits are not able to pay their bills, state law may require certain acts that the board report this to an attorney general or take some other action to avoid creditors being stiffed without getting paid. So I'd recommend if you're a nonprofit and you're looking at doing a workout, definitely work with an attorney experienced in negotiating workouts. Can a married couple do a workout? Yes, it doesn't always have to happen, but if both the husband and wife are on the hook for a debt, it is very common for the workout to involve a settlement for the husband and wife's liability for that debt. And in that case, usually the attorney represents both spouses, and this also applies to same sex couples, to business partners, anybody that has joint liability for a debt, it would be appropriate for the attorney to negotiate a workout with a creditor for all debtors, everybody who has joint liability for that debt. How do I negotiate with creditors for debt relief? The options are do it yourself, hire some sort of non-licensed agency and there are a bunch of places online. Unfortunately, they don't have the best reputations or hire an attorney. I'd recommend you hire an attorney in your state. And I say that with knowledge that I'm only in Minnesota. I'm licensed in Minnesota. I'm not licensed in those other states, but you're gonna be best served by finding an attorney who's local to you, who's experienced in creditor, debtor issues and negotiating workouts because a licensed attorney can cut to the chase with negotiating with creditors a licensed attorney can also speak with authority on the issue of whether you qualify for a chapter 7 bankruptcy and that's an important talking point when negotiating with creditors often a bankruptcy attorney has experience in workouts and working with a local bankruptcy attorney who does workouts as well may be a good option for you. Not every attorney does workouts. I should say not every bankruptcy attorney does workouts. Some bankruptcy attorneys just do a ton of bankruptcies. And other attorneys handle more of the complex workouts and debtor-creditor negotiations. That's the area that I'd want to focus. And sometimes they do deal with bankruptcy. So I think if I were to type into Google to find an attorney who would help me, I would look for like Iowa or whatever state you're in, workout attorney. Maybe you do debtor creditor attorney, something like that. What are the options for debt restructuring? Your options for debt restructuring are usually either a lump sum payment all at once in exchange for a discount on the total amount owed or payment over time for the full amount owed. It is highly unusual. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen it where you can negotiate as a debtor or as a business owner who owes money, a reduction in the total amount and a payment plan over time. Because usually creditors say, you know what, either I want all my money now and I'm willing to give a discount for it, or I'll accept a payment plan for the full amount, but they don't want to give both. Can a debt workout reduce the amount I owe? Yes. Usually a debt workout involves a substantial reduction of the amount a debtor owes. For example, if a business owner, that's the debtor, owes $100,000, it would be very common for a workout to reduce that amount to below 20 cents on the dollar. In other words, $20,000 or less. That is, in a negotiation, If the business owner owes $100,000 and I'm representing the business owner in negotiating with the creditor, like a bank, it's very common for a bank to say, you know, we'll agree to $5,000 or $15,000 because the alternative is getting nothing for the bank because the business owner just files for bankruptcy. And business owners can generally do that for about $2,500 in fees. What are the different types of debt workout programs? There are two main types, either a reduction in the total amount owed paid as a fixed lump sum right away. So instead of a $100,000 debt, it's a $15,000 payment within 10 days or a restructured payment over time, which means if you owed $2,000 a month until the whole amount is paid off, maybe you agree to $1,000 a month and maybe there's an adjustment in the interest rate. So in other words, the creditor is going to agree to either a substantial reduction in the debt in exchange for a lump sum, or keeping the debt for the total amount and just the monthly payment is modified so that the debtor, the business owner, can actually afford those payments. How can I avoid debt workout scams? Well, unfortunately, there are a lot of scams out there. The bottom line is I'd recommend using an attorney licensed in your state. That's going to give you the best likelihood of avoiding a bunch of these internet scams. By the way, you're probably wondering, what does an internet scam look like for debt relief or debt workout? Usually, the company will make promises that say, in exchange for you paying us a monthly negotiating amount, so let's say it's $1,500 a month, we will negotiate with your creditors. Now you might think, what's wrong with that? Isn't that a good deal? There are really two problems with it. One, attorneys will usually cost much less than that. And second, Attorneys have far more knowledge and leverage to negotiate a better deal for you because the attorney can speak to whether filing for Chapter 7 bankruptcy is a viable option for you. So My recommendation is to speak with an attorney about whether bankruptcy or a workout is best in your circumstances. Sometimes you pursue a workout if possible and you might ultimately find you can't work out a resolution with the creditor so you have to file for bankruptcy. If you can't settle with the creditor, often the only option is to file for bankruptcy because otherwise you end up with a judgment over your head, they're garnishing wages, they're garnishing bank accounts and it just feels like harassment. It's hard to get out from that sort of debt without filing for bankruptcy. So today I talked about What are business owners supposed to do when they're overwhelmed with debt? And what are the differences between a workout, a settlement, and a bankruptcy? I do these educational videos to help educate business owners on topics to discuss with an attorney in their state. This is a free video provided online. If you have questions, you're welcome to ask them in the comments section below. I'll do my best to use those comments and questions in future videos and address the questions that people raise. If you'd like, you can subscribe to this video or this channel on YouTube. It's also available on other platforms. You can thumbs up if you like it, thumbs down if you don't. Either way, I appreciate the feedback. And if you haven't yet received the seven common legal mistakes made by new businesses, That's a free PDF that I give out to business owners to help educate them on how to spot problems in their business. And then as a follow-up, I'll send some free videos to help educate business owners on the specific issues listed on that PDF. It's all free and I'm doing this as a public service in order to educate business owners so they can avoid problems, avoid legal fees, avoid attorney's fees, and really be empowered to be educated on topics to discuss with their attorneys and to avoid legal challenges as they grow a great company. I'm Aaron Hall, an attorney for business owners and entrepreneurial companies. You're welcome to check out some of the other videos I have on related topics for business owners, either by the description below or uh, otherwise in this channel.